Awesome. <laughs> All right. So this is Adam Alto Healing with a spiritual video and podcast today. I have a special guest, Ted, part of my mastermind group. Thank you so much for joining me, Ted. Yeah, no problem, man. All right. So I, I, I'm going to just keep this short, uh, like I think 15 minutes, because I, I don't want to go too long. But, you know, just like, cool. a, you, know, you know, power, 15 minutes, power. So, yeah, sounds good. All right. Uh, so, what what is spiritual spirituality to you? What what does it mean to you? Oh man, that's a big question. Um, God, I guess for me, spirituality. I haven't really like thought about this and never like defined it for myself. Mm. But I guess off the top of my head, for me at least, spirituality is really just about like getting in touch with myself and with my own beliefs really and I guess getting in touch with myself but also getting in touch with I guess that I would maybe define as kind of like greater than myself or kind mm. of like um I don't know like all that is the universe gods so it's kind of like simultaneously like getting to know myself but also like opening up to like everything that's kind of beyond me and my immediate kind of understanding and world if that makes sense yeah I, I think I uh... That's something I kind of identify as to like understanding yourself better, you know, and like, you know, generating like a better version of yourself, but also having like a communication with the universe. Yeah, know? for sure. Like it's definitely the, yeah, understanding myself better is like the, you know, one of the focuses of my life, but also like for me personally, I'm fascinated by like the universe and by, by everything else that's out there that I don't fully understand yet. But yeah, definitely maintaining that connection to sort of to the universe, to my higher self, to whatever it is, but that which is sort of beyond my personality. Mm. Hey, and how did, so how did you get into like, you know, the, this uh, spiritual, uh, spiritual like new age kind of? Yeah, Um. I guess I, it's sort of been a, um, I don't know. I think that maybe when I was in like the time I was in high school, I started to sort of like, you know, I kind of got into meditation. I started to honestly, I had some experiences on drugs too. That like I've been oh. just to kind of qualify that I've been sober now for eight years. I haven't drank or done any drugs or anything like that because I eventually I kind of had some issues with addiction, but. Before all that, I had some experiences with just times that I would like smoke weed or different psychedelics I did that kind of I had what I felt like at the time were like direct experiences with what the time I defined as God. And that kind of like blew me away. And I'd always like wake up the next day like, oh, my God, that's crazy. And it wasn't like I always needed to be on them to experience that. But I did sort of have these first experiences where I felt like I was able to feel something greater than myself. And that sort of led me down the path of spirituality i started reading books on meditation i started getting into lucid dreaming i used to get these crazy lucid dreams and i was you know in high school where i was like aware that i was dreaming and i was running around doing all sorts of crazy stuff and so that really um all that stuff fascinated me and i kind of just had been hungry for more knowledge about you know all these topics ever since then and um i think that as you know, and then maybe when I was like 18, I kind of I had my first, I'm 30 years old now. Um, mm. When I was about 18, maybe a senior in high school or getting ready to go to college, that was when like the book and the movie The Secret came out. And it's talking about the law of attraction. And that kind of 
mm. that idea when I was, you know, that age, like blew me away. And so I guess ever since then, it's sort of just been this path that I've um, been really curious and fascinated about. But I would say it started when I was a teenager. Uh, and if you said the psychedelics, could you go a little bit more in detail, like if what you remember, like what, what did you feel? What did you see? Yeah, I guess um, I've always been really like sensitive to psychedelics. Like I definitely used to when I was younger, I smoked weed a lot, but I was always like, for me, it was always like this intense experience where like, I, I guess I felt like I was like hyper aware. Um, I guess, let me try to think, you know, it was so long ago. I just felt like I had this feeling that there was like a higher energy communicating to me hard for me to like put it into words but like my thoughts would like kind of line up with sort of I don't know I'm, I'm having a hard time kind of like conceptualizing it but it is it was, I really the only way I can describe it as this like feeling or this knowingness mm -hmm. that there was like a higher energy that was like aware of my presence and I was aware of its presence and it kind of it would happen you know times when I had smoke weed but also times when i had to take mushrooms or lsd it was when i was really aware of it and um hmm. it's hard to really conceptualize but it was just this feeling and this knowingness that there was a lot more to my immediate reality than i had previously uh believed oh okay cool stuff um yeah but did you experience any you know resistance from the outside when you started like you know expressing your spiritual beliefs or ah uh, that's you a good know? question um it's funny, you know, and it's funny you asked that. I was actually kind of just thinking about the same idea sort of today, how much I've changed in sort of like how I express my beliefs now. I think that, yeah, when I was like, you know, late teens, early 20s, when I was really getting into this stuff, I was so fascinated by it. And I was trying, I was doing, you know, things like law of attraction, like, you know, like attracts like, you know, think certain mm -hmm. thoughts, get certain, you know, get certain things back in your reality. And so I was doing that stuff. And at times it would work and it'd blow me away and I'd be so excited about it. And I would definitely like, you know, tell my friends and tell my family and like this stuff is, you know, so awesome, so amazing. And some people for sure would engage me and they would, you know, agree is awesome. I think some people, not that I like experienced like outward resistance, but I think some people were just kind of like, overwhelmed by that idea and they weren't really like for where they were at in their life i don't want to say they weren't ready for it because that implies that i was mm -hmm. in some like advanced stage which i don't think by any means i was it was just <laughs> what i was exploring in that moment i think that they just weren't really interested in that and so like some people sort of had no idea what i was talking about and i think as i've gotten older i've been more along the lines of attraction rather than promotion you know i don't mm. try to go around to people and tell them what i believe and tell them that they should believe this like I, I really never initiate any of those conversations i think that the way i i try to operate now and has been more successful is like i just i live my life i i apply these spiritual principles to myself on a daily basis and i know that they work and if somebody ever you know engages me in conversation and asks me and it kind of leads down the you know in the direction of them being curious or you know whatever it is then i'll engage them in conversation but i don't really go out of my way to try to tell people about things that i do you know what i mean and yeah. which i think i did when i was younger and i think that it's just like when a jehovah's witness would knock on my door or somebody who's trying to recruit me to their religion like i'm never gonna go with them i'm never gonna you know, i mean I might, I might like engage them in conversation but they're never going to convince me to believe the same way that they believe it just for me that would never work just like if i go up to somebody who has no interest in spirituality and start trying to talk about the law of attraction 
they're probably just going to not really be interested and care. So I kind of wait for the opportunity to be in front of me. And if it feels right to talk about it, for sure, I, I try and share my beliefs. So what about like um, meeting other like spiritual people? Do you, do you go out of your way to do that or do you not care? Or? Um, I would say not regularly. I think that, you know, I met you and some of these other guys in this group. And, you know, I think I saw you posted something on Reddit and I was like, oh, this would be cool to join this. But I don't regularly go out of my way to meet spiritual people. I have a pretty strong. So as I mentioned earlier, I got sober about eight years ago. And um, part of my path to recovery, you know, sobriety for a lot of people is like a very mm. spiritual path. And so when I initially got sober, I started joining 12-step groups, um, which are basically, I don't know if you've heard of 12-step groups, so basically like Alcoholics Anonymous, Narcotics Anonymous, any of those yeah, like yeah. anonymous groups. And so really, and I didn't know this about them until I started going to them because I needed to stop drinking and doing drugs, is that they're actually very spiritual programs. The whole It's all based around understanding yourself and, and spirituality and kind of what they refer to as a god of your understanding. And so that sort of led me you know, I was really active in these groups for a couple of years. And through that, I met all my closest friends now and even my wife. And so they are all just naturally, because they're people who are on a similar path, they're naturally mm. very spiritual people. And so I've stayed in touch with a lot of these people and, you know, kind of, I'm somewhat active in that community still. And so I think that has given me like a base of people who, although their spirituality may be a little different than mine, I think they're naturally kind of like seekers, people who want to learn more about themselves or more at spirituality. So I think I've had, I, I've been lucky to, I guess at that point, yeah, I, I sought them out, but I think I've been lucky to have enough people in my life that I don't find myself actively searching for more. But I think that I definitely, at times, you know, based on what's going on in my life, I will randomly bump into people who do share similar beliefs and it leads to like awesome conversations and people I stay in touch with. But it's not something that I'm actively like, searching to find more of if that answers your question yeah okay i see i see and you mentioned like this 12 steps and getting sober would you say that's one of the biggest shifts you had in your life or is it something yeah absolutely yeah. i mean it was a massive shift in my life it was something that like you know if i i needed to do one for my own like health and sanity and two, it was kind of the time in my life where I was forced to like really take accountability for everything in my life. You know, I, I mm. flew across the country, went to like a treatment program, went to a, you know, I stayed in a um, sober house after I had, to, you know, I worked a, you know, $9 an hour job washing dishes to pay my rent. And I was just really on my, I was kind of like, I went from growing up and having a, you know, from a wealthy family and I, I had money and all sorts of circumstances led to like, me all of a sudden being on my own with nothing and it was actually like the best thing that could have happened for me so yeah definitely that was a major shift and I think that I started to you know become more accountable to myself I started to kind of like it like really humbled me I think it just kind of like you know knocked me down a few pegs if that makes sense and I was just mm -hmm. it really humbled me and I, I lived a simple life and I met you know a lot of people on a similar path and then for the next many years after that it kind of I slowly kept um increasing my you know spiritual I, I slowly kept learning more about spirituality and you know what that meant to me and then I think another big shift was probably 
you know, I was always, I always knew about like Abraham Hicks and the law mm-hmm. of attraction and, and it, you know, that was always pretty awesome. And then as I started, you know, getting more into that, I, that's when I stumbled upon like Bashar, um, which, you know, we've talked about. And I think that your, I think the Reddit um, post that I saw that you made. It was, like, yeah. Group, our Sasani, yeah. Right. So one of his kind of things and so um yeah a few years ago i i stumbled upon bashar and then i really started that stuff just fascinated me and there was still there was things behind you know things about it that i still was like and even i still sometimes now i'm like whoa this is like almost too out there but just the basic premise mm-hmm. of his teachings have really fascinated me and for the past few probably like three or four years but more intensely the past two years i've really been trying to like apply some of that stuff and so yeah I mean, uh, you know, a bunch of like minor shifts here along the way in the past eight years, but definitely getting sober was like probably the biggest um, shift in the trajectory of my life, I would say. Wow. Uh, your story is really similar to uh, a friend of mine I mentioned in one of my videos, uh, Isabella, and she had like a, a drug problem. And mm. the difference was she moved uh, her dad's center to Poland for like okay. you know, the sober house. But after that, you know, she, you know, surrendered to the universe and she got better. And now she's like a life coach, you know, oh, that's because, awesome, man. because of the tragedy. But yeah. Um, so what I, I like to mention a lot and what's really helped me on my spiritual path is like the idea of, you know, Dharma and the mm-hmm. purpose of your life. What, what would you say is your Dharma and how do you how do you try to live it? Oh, man. Oh, I love these questions. That's why I'm so happy that um, that we're doing this right now. Because, <laughs> and even when you asked me earlier, I was, you know, I was excited just because, you know, I knew you're gonna ask me questions of things that I don't really take time to think about that I probably uh, could benefit from doing so more. Um, so one more time, the question was, what was my dharma? And was yeah, that part of the question. And how how do you try to live live it? Okay. All right. Let's see here. Um, so. I think that my, at least right now, I feel like my dharma is, I guess, a combination of me, let me think how I'm going to try and phrase this. I would say it's really just trying to like inspire and spread love to the people around me. Mm. I, um, you know, it's funny, I, I have one of my best friends. Uh, died this summer and um, he was he was also in recovery he had been sober for a long time we got sober together and he relapsed on heroin and he died mm. uh, which is you know been super tragic for me but there was a quote that he um, he was a big writer and he was just like the coolest guy ever like such an amazing dude and um, there was a quote that he so one of my friends recently pulled up that he had written and I can't I don't have it in front of me so I'm gonna try and like paraphrase it but it was basically he was saying that, you know, throughout his whole life, he always wanted to leave a mark on the world, like whether that was start a company, write a book, whether it was like leave something tangible that the world could kind of remember him by. And he said that, you know, as he's gotten older, he believes that the most important thing he could possibly do rather than write a book, rather than start a company is just be kind and loving to the people he meets on a daily basis and spread that love because that in the long term, 
you know, the spreading of love and kindness just to like the people in your life, whether it's like, you know, people that you see at work, whether whoever it is, just being that kind of light in the world on a daily basis is going to always like, you know, be a, have a longer, bigger lasting effect than like some book you wrote with nothing wrong with writing a book, but you know, just kind of like living that on a daily basis. So I feel like right now in my life, and that's something I really identify with my, my Dharma, my purpose is to just be that light for as many people I see, whether it's my wife, my daughter who's just born a few months ago, whether it's, you know, I'm a teacher at a boarding school with my students, whoever it is, just like be a good person, somebody that can serve as a role model for, and like, you know, and I still, and I don't want this to sound like I have some, you know, like there's still a lot of things that I need to learn about myself, mm -hmm. but, you know, for like the kids that I, you know, that I teach, just somebody that they can look to who they know is going to be unconditionally loving and kind and i feel like that in itself can kind of spread to a, a bigger level so i don't right now like i don't have some big major specific goal that i'm working towards really just you know living living a passionate life myself and spreading that to as many people as i can yeah in uh spoken like a true light worker mm. yeah yeah uh, yeah exactly yeah I would, I would uh, really agree. That's my purpose. I would say, you know, the the spreading of joy, which is basically, you know, light to, you know, being, you know, the unconditionally loving and especially like, I think, but that, that light has to come from within first. Yes, you know? definitely. Yeah, but no, exactly. Like you just said, a light worker. And I, you know, I know, I believe it's a course in miracles. And they say that like, there's a, prayer or something along the lines of like who am I supposed to see what am I supposed to say what I forget mm. what it is but basically like the idea that the the people you know as you go through life like today later in life you know or later in my day I'm gonna you know, have a friend coming over I'm gonna see a couple different people like those are the people I'm supposed to see today and so that's my job is to you know spread love and spread light to those people who I interact with you know All right. Um, we actually went a little bit over 15 minutes, but um, do you want oh, to wow. keep going? I could. Uh, I was thinking. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, if you have any more questions or want to chat about anything, I'm, I'm, I'm not in a rush. So. All right. Great. Yeah, I, I do have some more. So uh, you mentioned this in the group um, a while ago, but uh, I think for our listeners, it'd be great. What, like, how do you deal with negativity? Um, do you mean negativity like from other people or if I'm being negative or I guess, is there like a context you mean? Well, let's, yeah, I'll, I'll go to other people, but I think that's a different topic. Uh, it's like, let's say, you know, you find yourself in a low vibe for whatever reason. Yeah. You know, life, life happens. What, what do you do when, when you're experiencing those, you know, low frequencies? Right. Um, if I am feeling those low frequencies what do i do um i would say it, it kind of depends i think that a lot of times it's funny because sometimes those low times are like blessings because mm -hmm. if i look back you know as i said that you know i got really into bashar and those teachings and those have been really you know huge for me and what led me to those was, you know, there's times that I was super stressed out about my job, about my life, about, you know, things that were happening. There was a period a few years ago where I was getting crazy bad insomnia and I wasn't sleeping for like nights and nights and nights on end. And it was just like, I, I was, I felt like I was going crazy. 
And um, so a lot of times when I go to those negative places, my reaction, and I, I guess I, I feel like I'm happy that this is sort of how I've trained myself to respond to that is I search for things that can inspire me. And so mm. things like, you know, I'll read a book or, you know, things like A Course in Miracles or I'll look at the, you know, a Bashar video or I'll do something that inspires me. And so that always, you know, that's more of like if I'm alone and I have plenty of time and I can sit there and, you know, digest something. I, I try to seek to something that'll kind of like raise my, you know, vibration a bit, mm. um, which, you know, has led me to some wonderful teachings. Um, I think that... Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, that's kind of what I do. I try to, and you know, it used to be my old response was like I would do drugs or I would do something to totally distract and ignore it. And mm. I think sometimes I, I think there's, there's sometimes there's nothing wrong in like distracting yourself. You know, playing a video game, getting your mind off something. But for me, I try to reach out and find something that is gonna kind of boost me back up. Yeah, I, I think, uh, when I do that sometimes, like, well, I'll. I'll I'll turn on um, Bashar or, or or like listen to Course in Miracles and that helps sometimes, but then sometimes I, I don't know, maybe it doesn't help, you mm. know, like I'm still yeah. stuck. In it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And um, definitely, you know, I think that ultimately, I think that ideally there's going to be an element of like action. You know, I think that there's like only so much you can do that is actually you know, a mental thing, so much, only so much you can read, so much you can listen to, but I feel like our lives are like at the end of the day centered on the actions we take. And so I think that, you know, there's an, you know, for example, I think about in my relationship with my wife, like if there's something that I'm feeling kind of negative about or something that like, you know, maybe we disagreed on, I always find that there's something like, I always feel much better when I'm able to recognize that there's some type of communication that we're not having between each other, when I'm able to actually like speak it and take the action to bring the conversation up or take the action to, you know, show love and affection towards or take some type of action. And I feel like mm. if I'm able to take some positive action and I think in every circumstance it's different, but I think that tends to kind of help. If you know what I'm saying? Like, I think when I'm just kind of sitting there thinking and trying to like, you know, change my state of being through my mind, I think can only take you so far. And that, you know, there's something about like, getting up and, and taking some sort of action that oftentimes is um, an important piece for me. Yeah, that's so funny. I, I actually just made a podcast today about um, how to get out of low vibes. Mm. And that's what I mentioned is to like move your body, or do something, anything. Yeah. You know? um, yeah, for sure. There's Yeah. Is I would you know just sit with it and it would just fester and grow you know even no it's like fighting like fire with fire you yeah know? so yeah mo most definitely man I think yeah there's only there's only so much you can do there's only so much like for me personally like this is kind of going off on a tangent but I, I think about like you know meditation and you know for me like I can only like do you know, meditation's great. I'm not somebody who, like, regularly meditates. You know, I try mm -hmm. to do some guided meditations and stuff sometimes. But, like, for me, I prefer, I don't know if you've ever done yoga, but, you know, I prefer every day. like, a little more, like, what'd you say? Uh, uh, yoga? Like, yeah, yeah. I every day in the morning. Oh, you do? Okay, there you go. So, like, something, and then, I don't know if you've done kundalini yoga. Yep, yeah, yeah. Okay. So for me, something like that even is so much more powerful than like just sitting in like a contemplative 
meditative state. Everyone's so different, but like I can only sit there and like, you know, calm my mind and be in this meditative state for so long. It can only accomplish so much for me. And there's something about the like, you know, Kundalini, Kundalini taking that action and those breaths and kind of getting my, my vibe up that's a little bit more effective for me. Um, so yeah, sort of that little more like get your body moving, get your, you know, breathing going, get your kind of like energy levels up is definitely, uh, helps me, I think more than than just kind of like the mental process. Mm. Yeah, I definitely, definitely agree with you. Um, but you know, there's a spiritual sayings, you know, you hear like life is a school. Do you agree with that or Um, what what is your interpretation of that? I, I guess it, uh, it's funny. The the first thing that comes to mind when you say that is I remember, I think we've talked about them. Have you read the Conversation with God books? Mm-hmm. So those are some of my like all-time favorite books. And I think it's in the, the very first book. He, um, you know, Neil Donald Walsh like says how he, you know, people say life to school and, you know, the, the instant response he gets is like, no, it's not. And that like, you're not here to learn anything specific. It's more like you're here to explore whatever it is that you've chosen to explore and that you, you know, there's no like things that you have to learn and things that you're going to fail at and things that you're kind of being graded on. It's sort of like what you make it. And so I don't know. I I think that depending on how you interpret that statement, I think that I could agree with it. Um, I think that, you know, I I don't know, actually, I kind of go back and forth. I'm curious. What do you think? Well, in that book, actually, if you remember, he said, like, you're here to remember. Yes. Right? Yes. Because learning implies, like, lack of knowledge. Right? Like, here right. is like, to, to remember who you really are. Um, yes. But with the other side, you know, I do believe we have lessons. Yes. You know, like, spiritual lessons, like, like with, but I think Bashar talks about you have that blueprint. Mm-hmm. You comment of a specific lesson in mind. I do. I think. Well, being human, I think most of us is like transcending darkness to light. Mm. So, but yeah. what would you say is your biggest lesson you've learned so far on your path? Right. Um, and I do. I do totally agree. I think that there. And I'll answer the question about my biggest lesson in a second. I definitely think that there are themes that we. Um, are kind of given in this lifetime to explore, but I feel mm-hmm. like from an even bigger, larger picture that like if we don't get the lesson, that it's not a big deal. I think that it could seem that way in our immediate reality, but I think from like an infinite perspective, like you have you that I don't know how to phrase this really, but that like there's not some chance that you're going to fail and you miss the boat that you're always going to be able to Mm -hmm. kind of pick back up where you left off anyway my biggest lesson um i would say the biggest lesson that i'm currently working on and have i think been learning is i think it comes to mind is probably to just trust myself Mm -hmm. just the idea of you know, I think that, like you said, you know, he says, in, like Neil Donald Walsh says in the book that we're here to remember that, like, I know what I need to know, that I have all the answers that I need, and that I don't, you know, need this outside reassurance and validation that if I'm able to get in touch with my true self, that 
you know, whatever it is that I need to be doing, I can do and I can do it very successfully. So I think that getting really in touch with myself and trusting myself has been huge. Yeah, same with me. Um, biggest, I would say, yeah, like I would, I would get like intuitive downloads, you know, not to do something when I was like younger or like, you know, to do something and I wouldn't listen to it. I don't know why, but like um, now I, I always listen to my intuition, you know. Uh, yeah. Really helps. Yeah. But speaking of which, so how, how do you talk to the universe? You know, how did like for me personally, I like to journal or I, I go on uh, like walks by myself, you know, have a conversation with, you know, with the guides or, you know, mm. my higher self. What, do you do anything like that or um i would say that not it's funny as you're saying this not in a not in like a a, a super direct like planned out long period of time where i'm doing it i generally will throughout my day multiple times some days more than others some days i never do you know I mean, we all have those days where we're mm. not as connected as normal yeah i would say you know I, I take a deep breath i kind of close my eyes and i just quickly ask my higher self for guidance and i feel what it feels like when i know i'm receiving that guidance and i kind of feel my knowingness that what comes up is what i'm supposed to be focused on and it kind of helps me ground myself in the present moment. And then following that, as I kind of continue on with my day, the things that the people I see, the, the conversations I have, the things that are seemingly negative that all of a sudden pop up, I kind of have this knowingness, like, wait a minute, this isn't negative. This is a something that I can kind of transform. And so mm. I, I think it's more about like, you know, periodically throughout my day, connecting with my higher self and asking for guidance. And then the kind of conversation with the universe is more about my like my day as I'm going out in the life, as I'm going out in the world and the things that happen, you know, kind of like using those, that's my conversation is responding to the person who's upset, responding to the negative event, responding to whatever's going on. It's sort of like, that's, that's it, it, it kind of in that moment, if that makes sense. Okay. I see. So, uh, throughout the day when you feel like you need that guidance, you, you ask for it. Yeah, I would say so throughout the day when I need it. Um, sometimes if I'm having a great day, I just will do it even if I don't feel I need it, just kind of like reestablish that connection. But um, yeah, just kind of trusting that my it's more of like an act rather than like a conscious dialogue. It's more of like an active as I go through life, trying, you know, doing my best to have the knowingness that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. All right, sweet. Yeah. Okay, so and I, you know, I journal from time to time, not as much as I used to, and mm -hmm. before I go to bed, I will try. You know, at times I'll take time to like, you know, try to connect to the universe, connect to my higher self. But it's it's never been a. Um, I've always, I have never been somebody who like has a set like, wake up in the morning, set this time in the afternoon this time, at night this time. I don't know. That's just never really worked for me. I'm much more of a kind of like 
I don't know, uh, you know, I just kind of I go with things. And if something feels off, then I know I need to like recalibrate myself. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, so we're almost, uh, I think we're a little bit over half an hour. Okay. But if you could just, you know, quickly um, give some advice to someone, let's say who's like new into spirituality, you know, they're just starting and maybe they read the secret, you know, yeah, yeah. What, what advice would you give them? Yeah. Um, I would say to know that things are unfolding in the, the way that they're supposed to, you know, I look back on my spiritual journey and there's times when I've, you know, had these crazy highs, these crazy lows and times where I've been, you know, questioning things and, and, you know, wishing things were moving faster or wishing things were different. And um, as I look back, I feel like my life has sort of been this perfect orchestration that all the negatives I had, I needed to have all the positives mm. I had, I needed to have. And so I would really say just trust yourself, trust your process, trust that you are where you need to be, even if at times it doesn't feel that way. And, um, and be loving and kind to yourself. And, and honestly, the most important thing I think at the end of the day, which I really believe is to just enjoy the process, like to, you know, lighten up and try not to be super serious about it. I think that spirituality for a lot of people, and I think that this is kind of changing, but I, th I think a lot of, you know, some people approach spirituality in a very like intense and rigid way. And they, they kind of have these like, you know, um, kind of like it can be very rigid. And I think mm -hmm. for me, that's so the opposite. You know, when I look at, I did a program at a yoga retreat center last March. It was a Kundalini yoga program with a man named Guru Singh. And he was this guy was in his, you know, seventies and he was this Kundalini master and this long beard down to his knees. And <laughs> you, and, you know, he was wearing this like white robes and white hat. And, you know, you look at him and you think like, Oh my God, this man, you know, he's a super you know, spiritual, mm. almost serious guy. But like you meet him and he's just the most silly. He's like a child. He's so <laughs> silly and fun and the most, the most opposite of serious that I could ever imagine. He was just the most easygoing, funny, like laid back guy. And that to me is really what it's about. Like, I don't think there needs to be for me, it might be different for other people, but it, you know, things can be fun. They don't need to be serious. It doesn't need to be like, Oh my God, I missed my 10 minute meditation. I'm screwed. Like just <laughs> enjoy your life and trust that it's going the way that it needs to go. I think that would be my biggest piece of advice. All right. So trust the process and, and enjoy the journey. Exactly. Well said. All right. Great. Well, I think that's good enough for today. Thank you so much, Ted, for yeah absolutely insights. thank you adam i i enjoyed doing this well uh well okay i think that's it so uh i'm gonna end it right here and all uh, right